Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org slash students. And we hope that this episode is helpful to you. All right. Welcome back to the Watermark Students Podcast, people. Guys, we got some new people on the podcast that I'm excited to introduce. We got Will McElroy on the podcast. Come on. Not only that, we got Rebe Long straight Hi, from the everybody. Wake team. Glad and then to be we, here. And then our student guest is Lauren G. Spur. Hi, Lauren, everybody. how about you introduce yourself to the audience? Hi, um, my name is Lauren and I am a senior this year at Lake Highlands um, and I'm going to the University of Texas next year. Wow. Okay. Come on. Hook him. Hook him. Lauren, we got an incredible icebreaker question to set us up and I'm going to have Will introduce the icebreaker question. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone loves food. And so you guys are going to love this icebreaker question. Just mm-hmm. we debate food, pineapple on pizza mm-hmm. is a hot dog, a sandwich. Mm-hmm. But do you I, like I, the I crunch? Know. That's the question today. Do you <laughs> like the crunch? Crunchy or smooth <laughs> peanut butter? You guys. Wow. I got hot takes on this. I really uh, could rattle off right now. Lauren, what you got? I'm a smooth peanut butter. Smooth? Come on. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. I hate textures. Okay. And there's something with the smoothness of the jelly mixed with the softness of bread mm. that I feel like it mm-hmm. interrupts a crunch interrupts. That's what I'm saying. The nuts wow. just get in the way. The yeah. crunch just gets in the way. I want yes. peanut butter. Here's what I, here's my thing about peanut butter though. Whatever they're trying to do with this organic peanut butter that you got to stir. I'm not trying to spend 20 minutes stirring this peanut butter. Mm-mm. Literally just drips off the side. Where the like, oil's on the top. Yes, literally. Yeah. Like, like, that's, that's a whole different Yeah, I'm sorry, but, but smooth peanut butter, and I don't want the drip. Have I just, you seen uh, the yeah. peanut butter that's like a powder, and you have to mix in? I, your I'm own. out on that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm out. <But, laughs> that's a different episode. Look, okay. here's yeah. the deal about, about crunchy is when I was a child, a baby, I ate like a baby. <laughs> yeah. I ate baby food, yeah. right? What do you got? And it's smooth, oh. and it's disgusting, and... And smooth peanut butter is baby food. It's when mush. you're yeah. when you grow up, you turn into a man you're or a woman. You start going crunch. for the crunch. The crunch. Wow, I love yeah. how you say crunch. it. Just like the crunch. The crunch. The yeah. crunch. It could be like a radio show. <laughs> I know. I know. Two one. The crunch. <laughs> I don't know. Need to be sponsored, guys. I don't even know how to segue from this, but Rebe, we apparently we have a good topic today. We have a great. Yeah. Someone say we have a crunchy topic. Uh, ooh, it's a very oh, grown. Yeah. Very topic. tasty. Wow. Topic. <laughs> I don't know if that works. Well, I was trying to go for Will had said crunch equals you're a grown up. And I was like, mm-hmm. this okay. is a topic for grown ups. Okay. Mm. Great. But it's, it's a topic for everybody. Actually. I love it. I don't know. That was tough. Yeah, it was. Um, guys, it's my first <laughs> day here. Thanks for having me. We got a crunchy topic. No, so our topic today is busyness. And so we're talking about um, just the busy lives that teenagers lead. And, um, their lives are full, lots of good things, lots of fun things. But at the end of the day, just looking at a packed schedule and how do you make time for it all? And so we're, we're excited to hear more from Lauren, Come on, Lauren in this. And can I just say really quick? Yeah. So a fun privilege of mine is that Lauren has been in my small group for wow. the past Seven years. Wow. Oh, we said wow. it. This is the first time hearing of this. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, what are the odds, guys? You <laughs> knew. But it's so special. I've, I've, we've gotten to have other friends who are also in our small group be on the podcast. And But it's fun that I've gotten to be on and talk with because mm-hmm. I've just watched Lauren's life mm-hmm. get busier and busier. Yeah. yeah. So, Lauren, without further ado, tell us about the busy life 
of an American teenager. Mm. You know? Wow. You were live. That, well, could, be a, the, that could be a show. It really could be. It yeah. might be. It yeah. might be. No, so tell us, you know, what are the things you're involved in, what you've done, even just this past year? Okay, so I run cross country. I'm a Wrangler, which is a country western co-ed stunt team. Very fun. Love it. Um, I'm a class officer. I'm in National Charity League, National Honor Society, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I'm a member of a small group, community group. I'm involved in Young Life and then wear the hat of being a daughter. So that like involves family dinners, being a friend. So that's like birthday parties, whatever that might entail, loving on um, certain friends. And then on top of that, just the school hours and homework. Yeah. So yeah. you're not really that busy. You don't oh, get yeah, that much going on. And Lauren forgot she yeah. is a sister and she loves kids oh. <laughs> so much. I'm also yes. a sister. Yes. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah, as, as you were saying that, what I have seen really specifically in the life of a teenager is I feel like your life is just in fast forward. Like a question that I feel like runs through people's heads a lot when they think about their schedule is just like, what's next? What's the next thing I can go to? What's the next movie I can see? What's the next event I can go to? What's the next thing I could post? And you feel like your life is always in fast forward and you're always thinking about what's next instead of really living in the present. And I think I still struggle with that. I don't feel like I've fully figured that out, but that's a really good just perspective on the life of a teenager. Like it's always moving. It's never stopping. So Lauren, how do you think that this constant busyness has affected you or even like your peers? I feel like busyness for my peers just is kind of something we're not really aware of. There's almost a numbness or like an autopilot to our lives. Mm. And so we've built up this stamina for it and mm. have this endurance for busyness, which honestly leads to a lot of anxiety, stress, irritability. Um, there's this like sense to decompress, you could say, um, in whatever ways that may look like, and then causes tension between like friends and family. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. When you say that, I think about in my house, one of the things we use the most is the sound machine for my son that we put like on all the time when he's sleeping. And it just creates this amazing white noise that basically drowns out all the other sound in the room. It basically feels like you're in a, behind an airplane, like all the time, cause it's so loud. And I feel like that's kind of what you're describing, like the busyness of your life. It just feels like it drowns out everything else. And you're just kind of going from one thing to the next. And it's kind of numbing a little bit. And it kind of distracts you from ever being able to kind of fully experience what God has for you. Because it's numbing is a good word that you used. And so then do you feel like you even acknowledge, hey, this is the consequence of busyness or here's the danger that busyness mm -hmm. has led, in my, led to in my life? I don't think so because like I said, above everything feels like it needs to be a yes. And so there is this like sense of you don't understand the dangers until you're out of it. And I think that it like requires full removal from busyness. And I think COVID really helped with that, slowing down, actually analyzing what I was filling my time with and going to a state where there was no nothing to do and we were just mm. sitting um, really shows you what your priorities are and just mm. showed, at least showed me how much I idolized my schedule um, and my routine of life and how easily that can also get taken away, something that feels so stable and secure. And so I would say for me, that was kind of just like, you have to be pulled out of it to see what's going on and yeah. see the dangers of it. I always think of that science analogy where they say, if you throw a frog in boiling water, it like knows it's hot and it mm. jumps right out. Mm. But if you put a frog in water and then turn up the heat, it, it never knows it's boiling yeah. and you, you'll kill it that way. But just in that, I'm like, I'm like, I think... The, the life of high schoolers is scheduled to get busier over time because you're grabbing credits, you're grabbing resume builders. Mm -hmm. And as you're doing an organization, you're advancing in the leadership and it's requiring more time out of you. And so y'all are really set up in this trap of 
man, this is going to become hotter and hotter water um, that's intaking. And so what are ways that just as that, as that temperature has turned up, that's affected your relationship with God, Lauren, and then also like ways that that's affected, you know, family or friends? I would say for my relationship with the Lord, often it becomes the first thing to go. Um, when my priorities are not in line, my time with the Lord is the first thing to go. And so obviously that affects my relationship with the Lord if I'm not um, abiding in him daily um, and choosing activities over the Lord is never a good sign mm. um, and never helps a relationship. And then with friends, just there's a lack of intentionality when you get so busy. Um, I had a sweet friend text me like a month ago and was like, hey, like I've tried and attempted at telling you important things about my life at these two different events. And like every time you've just been like nodding your head and being like, yeah, yeah, totally. Or like have not been listening when I've been trying to talk to you and just like really called out and loved being called out because I had no idea that that was hurtful, but not giving my full attention and not being intentional with friends. And this sweet friend is someone who I would say makes other people feel seen, not just heard. And so really unfair to her, well, and to just anyone, but especially this sweet friend has heard and seen me um, to not give that back to her. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. That's amazing that your friend challenged you on that because I would say busyness is something that we celebrate in our culture and we don't necessarily challenge. And that's not the first thing we look at when we look at our you know, own life. If we're struggling, it's not, are we busy? It's always something else. It's because our culture wears busyness, like a badge of honor. It's like, if you're busy, then you're important or you're valued or you have something to do. And I think that can be the struggle with students is like, the more I'm involved in, the more people like me and I'm celebrated. Um, and I never have to really be alone with my thoughts mm -hmm. because I'm always on to the next thing. Um, and so my encouragement to anyone who's listening is like, Hey, the best place to start, if if you're struggling or you're sluggish or you feel like you're struggling to enjoy God is like, check your schedule. Like, cause the way that we enjoy God is by being still before him and not going on to one thing to the next and filling with activity. Yeah. And I think something I love there is that your friend told you, you know, we were talking about this before we started recording is that you need friends in your life that can say, Hey, I think you're a little too busy and you're, you're kind of acting like it. You're kind of acting rude. And for me, it's, I get sick. My body will just get sick. I just break down and people around me said, Hey, Will, I think you're getting sick because you're overworked. And for you, it, maybe it was, you just weren't paying attention to your, your friend. And so I think everyone that's listening needs to realize what are my cues that maybe I'm too busy and how can I bring friends in my life uh, to speak to my busyness? Mm -hmm. That's good. So Lauren, how have you started implementing margin in your life or even just creating room? Like, what has that looked like in kind of this past year? And it's your senior year of high school. What's your plan for even going into college and a whole new reset? I think it's really hard. It's kind of ironic that I'm on this podcast because I'm truly so busy and I'm really bad at creating margin. And just in senior year, looking ahead, what did I want to prioritize? And I wanted to prioritize small group, community group, quiet time, and then time with my family. So just making sure that I'm at family dinners three out of seven days of the week, which is not that big of a number, but when you're trying to make it, it mm, feels right, like right. more daunting. Um, making sure I'm at community and present there, going to small group, being filled by those girls, and then making sure I have time to abide with the Lord daily. Because if I don't, it just um, will take a toll on other mm. parts of my life as well. So that's kind of how I try to make margin, but it is hard. I think I'm at a season and kind of had a breakdown a few weeks ago where I was just like, 
my dad kind of sat down with me and was like, something has to go. And I like couldn't list one of the activities that had to go because I'm in these um, positions or like leadership roles where it feels like I'm too far in to quit. Um, and so it mm -hmm. kind of feels like your hands are tied. Um, but there are like if you truly pray about it and like ask the Lord to show you where margin is in your life, there's a lot more margin than people think it there is. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, the phone was a lot of the reason, like a lot of what had to go. Mm -hmm. uh, I want you to talk about the phone piece, but I but I do want to jump in really fast to just brag on Lauren. Um, before senior year even started, like I said, Lauren's in my small group. So we went on a walk and Lauren was listing out all the things that were causing her anxiety and that were really, do you remember this? Yeah. And we're giving you stress. And I, I mean, you were listing it to me, who's so far away from high school now. And I was like, I'm so tired <laughs> hearing that list. And I said, Hey, I, um, I think you want to do some really great, awesome things. I mean, there's FCA, there's young life, there's community group, there's small group, mm. there's, you know, kind of shoreline leadership, things like that. And I just offered you the out with small group. If I said, Hey, you should really be free. Like I want you to go do community and be known there. And then I want you to be really outreach focused with Young Life and just kind of gave you some freedom and things. And I think you were able to at least take that freedom and then create priorities. Um, and so I think just a learning from there, you and I have talked about of inviting people in. You don't have to have figured it out in isolation in the same way that your dad kind of invited himself in. That's awesome is seeing it a kindness when a friend tells you, I don't feel seen or, hey, I think you're really busy. Um, but also you can raise your hand and say, I've not arrived at the solution but there is too much. And can you help mm -hmm. offer me insight? Can you be an external perspective that's looking at my life and going, you know, I'm just picking an arbitrary example, but like if I were looking at when Lauren was a part of um, the tennis team <laughs> and I go, Hey, do you even really like tennis? <laughs> um, and is that mm -hmm. fun for you? Do you want to keep doing that long term? And to just give you freedom there, you mm -hmm. know? And I think you were able to go, I like cross country more than I like tennis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so imagine the life when yeah. Lauren had tennis also on the schedule. Yeah. Crazy. yeah. What's difficult though, is like, there's nothing wrong with tennis. It's what's hard. And neither young life or small group, they're all such great things. And so having to decide where do you give? And that's something I've wrestled through in my life is just uh, just reminding the promise of Isaiah 64, four is God works for those who wait for him. And, I get it so backwards. It's like, God, I need to work for you, right? Like I want to do everything to work for you and to be your servant. And God's saying like, no, you have it backwards. Like you wait and I work. Yeah. And and resting is such an act of trust mm -hmm. because I would say busyness is just a symptom of control is that you feel like you have to control and manage your life. And there's a reason that God created us for rest. He wired it into our lives in order to need it and depend on it because we need to depend on the Lord. Right. And I love someone says this around watermark a lot, but they just say your relationship with God is more important than anything you will ever do for him. I just love that phrase because we think we have to start doing things for God in order to feel valued. In reality, like God says, Hey, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. Like the first step in your relationship and anything is to seek first. Um, and so if you can learn anything from this podcast, it's hopefully Hey, start with the Lord uh, and grow your dependence there and everything else will start to fit into place. Yeah. Okay, Lauren, I wanted you to get to, hey, how did you learn to kind of take command of your phone? That is a way you implemented margin. And then also, what is your plan for margin in the future? For me, I kind of just came to a point where, I mean, screen time notifications are going up. I was in moments where 
I would go to my phone as a source of comfort. Like just this scrolling was like that motion was a form of comfort. Mm -hmm. Um, But the things I was scrolling past gave me more anxiety. And so I parent my phone now. So I put my phone to bed and I wake my phone up in the mornings, which is fun. And then like I have screen time locked. um, And then my community group is the only people that know the password to it. So I get an hour of screen time of social media a day, which is a lot if you think about it out of a full day to have an hour. And so kind of turning my smartphone slowly into a dumb phone. Um, it's not going too smoothly, yeah. but right. it is it is going. Yeah. So that's yeah. a start. That's yeah. awesome. um, and I just like going into college, like I'm about to meet a bunch of new friends and want to be intentional with them. Mm-hmm. And so don't want my phone to be a distraction in a way that like, prohibits me from like relationship building. That's awesome, Warren. And I think that that's for everybody to hear. It's not a change that happens overnight. Um, sometimes the Lord does work really supernaturally in our hearts and it's so easy, but a lot of it is discipline and making that decision consistently over time. So, okay, Lauren, last, last advice that you would have for anybody feeling overwhelmed or, or loving being busy, what would you tell them? I would just say to just take a step back, really reevaluate your life, um, get your priorities straight. I would just number your priorities, like one Mm -hmm. through five, what takes um, the strongest hold of your heart and then just cap it at five because you don't really don't need five more things to be on your plate. And then just like pray for the Lord to show him, like to show you just like the speed he's walking, his cadence. I think um, we live in a very fast paced life. And as we read more and more about the Lord, like you, he's never promoted this fast paced life. Like he is mm-hmm. slow, um, slow to speak, slow to anger. Mm-hmm. Um, Verses that come to mind, Luke 21, 19 says, be still for you gain life. And then Matthew eleven twenty eight says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I'll give you rest. And that continues on Matthew 28 through 30. All is just talking about like the Lord, like he is gentle and humble um, and his burdens are light mm. and something that we can all rest in that comfort of like the Lord has never been busy. And so I think just remembering that and just praying like, Hey Lord, show me your cadence, show me what speed you're walking and mm-hmm. let me walk with you. I don't want to be someone who's walking ahead of the Lord or trying to be like, Lord, come on, catch up. Like I'm ahead. Like you want to yeah. be walking with the Lord Let's and the go. sweetness of that um, is awesome. And so I think inhabit moments, put away your phone, be in the present, um, walk with the Lord, not ahead of him. Those are just my Let's go. That's that. amazing. That's so amazing. Good. I love the verse you mentioned, 11, Matthew 11, 28. Cause like in that verse, you see really the greatest transaction of all time. He says like, get, come to me if you're heavy burdened and I will give you rest. Like he wants to give us rest. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants to offer us. And my encouragement to anyone who's listening is like, Hey, God like wants to spend time with you. He wants to spend time with you. You go into somebody who's never once been exhausted who's never once considered what to do next, who's never once been anxious, you're going to that person uh, and you're spending time with that. And when you spend time with God, like his character begins to rub off on you and you don't feel exhausted. You feel restful and he wants to give that to you. And so it's amazing. So we encourage anyone and spend time with the Lord. He wants to offer rest. Mm, that's good. Okay, well, that's going to do it for us on our final episode of season three. We made it, guys. Come on. Three whole seasons. We've done it. It's amazing. Yeah, Lauren, thank you for being in studio with us and closing out season three as a personal plug as someone who's known you for years um, and who's about to watch you graduate and walk the stage. And this is the end of our formal small group time together. I just want to say 
it has been such a blessing to know you and to call you friend for all these years and to truly watch how God has just in his mercy um, guided you not only through middle school, but through high school and into just where you'll go in college. And I can't wait to see um, the ministry that you're going to bring to Austin, Texas and the way that you're going to be present at University of Texas and love a bunch of Longhorns and a bunch of people in that city. Wow. Because um, Lord knows those Longhorns <laughs> need it. Gig them, you know? <laughs> Gig them and Booner Sooner over Come here. On. Um, no, we love you, Lord. Yeah. And so thank you. And guys, for all who enjoy listening to Watermark Students Podcast, be sure to follow us at, at Shoreline Dallas on Instagram. We're on Instagram, people. Yeah. DM us yeah. if you've got ideas for topics um, or things you want us to cover. And we'll see you next. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Next that's season. All, that's all we, next season. Loved it. Wow. See you guys. All the best. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us on our final episode of season three. Wow. We're wow, done. Wait. Three. We've done three whole episodes. It's amazing. No, three whole seasons. <laughs> We've done three whole seasons. <laughs> and and from the top. Oh. Okay. All right. Um, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to say. I'm gonna so mad at myself for doing that. <laughs> okay. Well, that's going to do it for us on our final episode of season three. Wow. Final episode. <laughs> um, that was Austin's well time. No, you waited for me to do it. So I was I like, final episode. Okay. No. All right. All right. Well, I'm not going to say anything. I'm I want you to I'm not saying anything. <laughs>